are listening to the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We are here for a Bible-based conversation about who you are in Christ. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Back in the studio. <laughs> We're so excited. We have had to calm ourselves just to be able to push the record button. <laughs> <laughs> it, because yeah. we're just kind of so excited. Oh my goodness! Who wouldn't be? I I know, right? I don't know how I've made it these last couple months without this. This is so good. So good. We have so, so much fun. Um. So yeah, and so I think we're on. So is this season? This is season three. three. We are starting. Season three? Can you right. believe I, know. I feel like I, I missed the first season. I know. <laughs> I thought it was season two. Um, I did. Maybe you did. I yes. think I did. Well, we, we didn't. Okay. So technically, they weren't labeled before. Right. So, but and this is our are. third like year that we're beginning. Yes. So yeah. season three, y'all, it's on. It's official. <laughs> season three. As long as Hannah like hit that Kong. record button. <laughs> I did. It's I'm going on. for a That's minute. On. Yes. <laughs> okay. So here we are. Welcome back. So good to see y'all. Welcome back, listeners. We're so excited. Um, we've missed y'all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, you know, I, you would think that I would have seen seen you. You know, I see Hannah more because she's in the office. But even that, a yes. whole week will go by and I don't see you. I Even know. though we you're really right see there. each other on Mondays for staff, and right. then after that, I don't. I'm so we're just so busy. But you would think that we would see each other more, but we haven't, and so I've really missed y'all. You look beautiful. Look Aww. at y'all. Oh, how cute! <laughs> so we're just excited to start today. Um, so, Miss Jamie. Yes. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. It's all on you. <laughs> it's bringing the word today. Yes. But yeah, she's also doing funsies. And so so let's start with the funsies. Okay. And then uh, we'll go from there. It's almost sure, like I, I want to share first and then do funsies. <laughs> well, you know, we could turn it, turn it on its head and do whatever we want. It is ours. <laughs> There's so much freedom. Freedom in the Lord. Freedom. <laughs> I'm mean, also going to sing us a song. <laughs> Whether you asked for it or not. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, honestly, this is funsies. I yeah. just, I knew it was going to take us a, a second. And honestly, it's taken us an, an hour. We got here an hour ago. <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> ate donuts and laughed. And, um, we did, yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to just be able to chat about, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's really catching up, but just kind of getting us warmed up again. So, well, so this is, I mean, uh, technically last week we released our, um, our first Mm -hmm. episode of this season, um, which we all got to share, um, last week at church. So good. So that was actually, um, we meant to get together throughout the summer Mm -hmm. and, and, chat a bit and, and catch up coffee. and, and did Lene make us one no, no. <laughs> well I think I she will not for that she may have made me one but she was at work so honestly like the first time we have been together yes. in months really was mm-hmm. last Yep. weekend for yep. recording our podcast in front of the the church actually mm-hmm. so it was a live event it was so fun if you haven't heard it yet l- listen to the the previous podcast mm-hmm. and you'll hear us like live in person at our home church yes and so um 
it was, I don't know about you guys, but that was total joy for me. That me was um, something, I mean, every time we visit here, I just wish we had some like, you know, audience interaction mm-hmm. and yep. um, we really, really got to do that. And it was just, it was fun and very insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts from, from last week? Yeah, I, I loved it because, so we recorded two services and they were both so different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the yep. it's scriptures were the same, but yes. And so I just love how because we say that the Bible is a living, mm-hmm. living word. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it's living and so ever changing. And so it's so interesting that we took the same scriptures, spoke about them. We were looking, you know, we were in the same vein, but man, the mm-hmm. Lord just revealed different things. Gosh, and <coughs> yes, because the discussions were so different. And what I loved is uh, and. And what is exciting is at any moment, you can see one of us, our whole countenance changes, and it's like, oh, my goodness, you know? And then everybody gets bumps, and it's like, what did you find? What did you think? You know, and that happened so many times during both services. So anyway, it was really good. And and yes, it was the first time that all of us were in the same place, same mindset all summer, which is kind of weird since... We do. We go to church together, and we're all friends and do similar things, and yet we weren't together until then, and it was so special. I loved it. I was going to say the same thing as Amanda, that it was just cool that different pieces were coming out in diff- in the mm-hmm. different services, so it was just really fun. And then we had like the audience... Um, you know, raising their hand and saying, can I add something yes. in? It's, mm-hmm. I love that. That was so yeah. cool. We don't get that. I know. No. It's just us. <laughs> I mean, you would think that five of us in a room was enough, but <laughs> we but want more. <laughs> yes, a room full. And what was brought out about the stump and um, the burning, the controlled burn, uh, uh, that came out. Yeah, yeah, prescribed burn. Second service that came out and how, you know, it is, it's to, to cleanse the land and it the underneath is not dead. I, anyway, we're going over that. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thankful because it reminds me. I mean, I knew that I was missing something, but last Sunday, it's it is so much fun. It mm-hmm. it feeds me so much. Even when I'm bringing the word or I'm not bringing the word, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm sitting here with you guys, I mm-hmm. I'm being fed mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. yep. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So. Um, are, are we are we boring you? <laughs> I, I was just no. like keeping you awake. Yeah, she's so excited that she's exhausted. She she woke up early I'm just because she was so excited yeah. about well, today. She I'm was tired. on worship. You're team. tired. Yes, I'm tired. <laughs> now we're gonna quote. start quoting movies. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was my first like Sunday back playing drums. I hadn't played in like two or three months. It seems like. So I had to wake up at six o'clock this morning. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know gross. people are like, oh yeah, six o'clock is not that bad. It's like, yeah, but when you wake up at like seven forty-five, eight o'clock every Sunday, yeah, it's different. It six is. o'clock hits different. Mm-hmm. And I kept laying down, and they're like, you can take a nap. I was like, I could take a nap right now. <laughs> and what time is it? It's only seven <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> so. I'm not yawning because I'm bored. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. There's my excited face. Someone get this girl another donut. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or coffee. You just need more coffee. That's what you need. More coffee. There we go. Oh, any yet? 
Are you not a drink the coffee? Drink, um, drink the coffee in the morning. <laughs> Are you not that? <laughs> I am. Sorry, I don't very normally. Okay. I don't think I really. I don't think I need to share it on the podcast. <laughs> why I don't. Okay. Drink anyway, it. we're just going to move Amanda. Right back to the common thread of she is. <laughs> I'm like I'm always the one stuck with this. Like, stuff gets brought up, and then I my mind goes elsewhere. And then people are like, why don't you just share? I'm like, no, you really don't want you me don't to want share <laughs> what I'm thinking. That's why you do, but you don't. It's so probably a good time for prayer. tell you yeah. afterwards why. If you, if you ever want to know why I don't drink coffee in the morning, especially on a Sunday, you can come and ask me yourself. It's a personal <laughs> just, matter. Just say it, because most people are not going to want to hear it on the podcast. You are, you're opening up a whole Pandora's box, so don't be surprised the next time you're with the congregation. Okay. They're like, hey, Hannah, can I talk to you? <laughs> Go ahead. Many people have asked me. Why? Why? Okay. Yeah, we, we should pray. Yeah. Huh? It's yeah. time. This Let's is, do it. I mean, okay. All right. So, Lord, I am just so very thankful. Um, I am so thankful that you've put all of us together and that Lord, you just, you have given us your word and we get to dive into it and we get to dissect it and really just see how it speaks to us. And I am just so thankful that, um, as iron sharpens iron, that's exactly what we get to do. And I'm just so thankful. And I am thankful for all of our listeners. Hopefully, um, we're really growing a little bit, little by little so that we can, um, we can just start a conversation. Lord, we just we are just here to honor you and speak about you. So, Lord, please help us to do that. Um, thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I get to share with us this morning, but um, I really... I really love to hear your guys's, um, I mean, as usual, want to hear your thoughts about um, about what we read and kind of what's on your heart. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to start out this morning in Isaiah 26.3, and we're going to speak about being in peace this mm-hmm. morning and just experiencing God's peace. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little deeper. So yeah, this verse says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, um, where does that take you guys? <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of—I uh, don't know. It's kind of a big ask. I mean, this. So my translation is the Amplified, and so it. So you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast. Mm-hmm. And wow, that—that's a big ask, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, my. That's mm-hmm. that's discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminded me of what Pastor Rick was talking about in service mm-hmm. today. Oh, um, we had Pastor yeah. Rick here from Malin, our Malin campus, and he was talking about, well, he showed that video, first of all. It's a video oh, of this golly. guy who was in a little prop plane, and the pilot passed out. They're like, we have no idea how to even land this plane or fly it or anything. And he, um, they got the tower and the guy on the tower was like talking them through how to land the plane, how to, you know, maneuver around the mountain so they didn't crash and die. And, um, he kept saying, just listen to my voice, Mm -hmm. just listen to my voice and do what I ask you to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what that word trust means to me. Um, in my version, it says you will keep in perfect peace, all who trust in you. Mm And all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So you mm. not looking at the storm around you it, and just having that fixed gaze on him 
is what gives you that peace. Mm-hmm. So that was really impactful. <laughs> yeah. I was honestly, I was just amazed this morning at like worship in his word. I'm like, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. this is like mm-hmm. exactly what I'm feeling for this morning too. Awesome. So um, yeah, just really good. And I, I depend on being in a state of peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just how I love to live my life. And so yeah. if something is not at peace, I want it to be at peace as mm-hmm. quick as possible. And um, yeah, just learning to recognize when things aren't the way that they should. Um, so you can make adjustments and not just tolerate where you're at. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we'll do that and just like, well, this is just the way that it is. But there are some things that... Um, that can be adjusted and can yes. be fixed. Like you don't have to be experiencing like turmoil all the time mm-hmm. or drama all the time. Like let's set our minds on on God. Well, because that's a choice, right? Mm-hmm. We choose, well, that vain imagination, take every thought captive. And if we're not, then we don't have peace, yeah. right? It's a choice. Well, that's the thing. Like it's we'll... Good. There will be stuff. It's not like stuff doesn't happen in your life. You know, we can take Jesus as an example too, Mm -hmm. especially Jesus on the cross. He was at a place of peace, Mm -hmm. even at the end. Um, And so it's not about the circumstances that you're going through. It's about who your eyes are on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Gosh, that's anyway, yeah, just fixing your mind on him. And that's, that's where your peace comes from. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share a little bit about something that uh, my family recently went through. We actually haven't spoken about this um, to, uh, I mean, it hasn't really, it's come up, but we haven't really gotten to speak about it in length. And um, so I kind of have this jotted down because I could take a long time telling the story and that's really not the point. So um, I've tried to sum it up (laughs) as best I can. So I'm just going to kind of read through this. Um, so about just a little over a month ago, Josh, my 15 year old son texted my husband, can you come home? I can't breathe. And this was when the kids were still home on, um, summer break. So me and my husband were working, Josh was at home and he can't breathe. So Josh was born nearly three months premature. He was diagnosed with asthma at a young age and it's triggered by illness. He hadn't been showing any signs of sickness when this came upon him this time, although we later found out that he did test positive for the common cold. So it was there, just not really showing. So to give him the treatment that he needed, we started by taking him to the drop-in clinic, then to the emergency room. Initially, the situation just shocked me. Josh is very healthy and active. It was hard to believe that he was having such a rough time. After no weight at all in the emergency room, Josh was triaged and started getting hooked up to oxygen and a bunch of monitors. I was reminded of the fact that we had been through all this before. Right Mm. after he was born, he had spent months in the NICU before he ever saw the light of day. So when I saw the oxygen cannula going on his face once more... I had flashbacks of him as a baby. I blinked my eyes, and my six-foot-one, 15-year-old was once again my little three-pound baby boy. I became very emotional at this point. I was thankful for the requirement to wear masks because my nose was running like crazy, and there wasn't a tissue box in sight. (laughs) That's just how it goes, right? (laughs) Once he got hooked up... um, to the equipment that he needed, the tears stopped and we just waited for things to calm down. 
Josh ended up getting admitted to the hospital that night. My husband spent the night with him and I went home to be with the girls. I was sure that by the morning, things would turn around. They didn't. Josh had a terrible time all night with constant breathing treatments, trying to get things under control. In the morning, he was admitted to the ICU for the amount of treatment that he needed. Then later that afternoon, he was transported to OHSU in Portland, where he would spend the next three nights. I had gotten to fly up with Josh, and my husband drove up. Our two girls stayed home with the huge support of our family and friends. And I mean huge. (laughs) They were very well taken care of. (laughs) Josh's asthma was so bad that he needed five liters of oxygen and constant flow of albuterol for days to keep his oxygen levels where they needed to be. He was eventually tapered off the flow of oxygen and getting albuterol every two hours, then every four hours. When he proved that he would he could maintain adequate oxygen saturation on this treatment plan, we were able to return home. For those days, the three of us, Jim, Josh, and myself, stayed in the hospital room. Jim and I shared a bed that must have been less than a twin size, and there were rotations of nurses and respiratory therapists checking on Josh around the clock. It was like sleeping in a motel with one bed and strangers coming into it all night long. It was such a strange experience for all of us, but we were in good spirits the whole time, and there was there were always people of faith around us that helped us feel supported and secure. I felt the closeness of God through the entire experience and was amazed at the peace that we were all experiencing. I knew that Josh would be okay, and I knew that we would get through this practically unaffected. Mm. There have been a few moments of stress, the time that he was in the emergency room, for one, and also uh, after we returned home, I received a letter from my insurance company stating that I would be contacted in order to verify whether or not Josh's hospital stay for multiple days was necessary. But I rested in God's peace. Uh-huh. I have already walked this road. Yes. And God was there then, and he'll be with us now. I literally could feel the prayers of friends and family holding us up. Um, Jim and I continue to bask in thankfulness for God's provision. So, um, yeah, so that's our story. That I mean, we're we're still walking through that, but what was amazing is that you know, we're looking at it with our human eyes going, this should be really bad. Yeah. But we just, I mean, I literally, I knew it was nothing but the grace of God and the mm-hmm. prayers of people just supporting us. I mean, it's just like the the, uh, the footprints in the sand yes. thing. It's just like my feet yeah. are yeah. not touching the ground right, right now and, and we're okay. Yeah. So um, that's my story of, you know, peace in a storm. Um like there's no explanation for it. Um, and I, <laughs> I was just thinking about this, that, you know, you know, that the enemy means for, for evil, God yeah. turns around for good. And I'm just yeah. like, God is going to get so much glory from this. Oh my, like, yes. I am oh my, closer yes. to the Lord now. Like whatever you were after devil, like <laughs> right. it did not work right. because um, only God right. gets the glory from all this. So, right. I well, and I have to say, because, um, um, so I was in the office, it was just pastor Jimmy and I in the office when that call came and I I was down the hall. I was trying to put some stuff in the safe, and I I don't I hear a tone, but I don't hear words being said. And I could hear a tone from Pastor Jimmy's office that I I 
don't know that I've ever heard. And so I just started praying, kind of, okay, something's up. Okay, Lord, but you know, and it'll be taken care of. And I went back down the hall, went to my office, and and he comes down the hall, and he says, and he's got this smile on his face, but he's got concern in his eyes. And he says, so Josh just called. I need to go home. Um, I think he'll be just fine. I'm sure, you know, because he was getting ready to leave for vacation. Mm -hmm. And so he and I are finishing paperwork that'll need to be done before he's gone for two weeks. And, and so he was like, so I won't be gone long. I'm sure, I'm sure this won't take long. I'll just bring him back. He'll rest on the couch in my office and, and, you know, and we'll get back to what we were doing. And I said, okay, but if you don't think you can come back, please don't come back. And he was like, well, I know. And I said, because all of this stuff will wait. Mm. So we left. And he's like, yeah, probably about an hour as he's walking down the hall. I waited an hour and a half, and he didn't come back. And my heart was like, okay, Lord, you know. And so I just started praying and interceding because I didn't know. I just knew he didn't come back. Mm -hmm. And so then... The next day, we get a text message. You know, the staff gets a text message letting us know, not all, but just the, you know, the important things to be in prayer. And and we did. We prayed. And then it was like two days later was Sunday, because I think that was, was that a Thursday? Yeah. Yes. And then Sunday, what blessed me so much was Sunday morning, your girls were on the worship team. Mm. And they had perfect peace. They did. Because they were laughing and giggling. I think Amanda and I were doing pre-service that morning. Mm -hmm. And Lene comes running up because she had a joke. Amanda, Amanda, I've got a joke. She's my joke wing woman. She comes out of the wings. (laughs) And so literally running across the sanctuary, you know, and, and they had just done practice and all this stuff. And I got hit with such a... Golly, God, you're so good. There's perfect peace. And if the girls are like that here, then mom and dad are like that there. And that hit me so hard, and I sobbed. It was all I could do to get through. And so I go up there with Amanda to do pre-service, and here comes Lene bounding across, you know, and I was just like, hold it in, don't cry, because the joy in that girl, when she came bounding up to Amanda, was just like, Lord, you're so good. And and I love that, Jamie, because, I mean, we all have our things, but what I admire about you so much is you have had some things, but I've only known you to have peace. Mm. And you're always content and you always have the Spirit of God that mm-hmm. I'm just like, it oozes from you no matter what you're doing, no matter what the family is going through, no matter. Because Josh was tiny when I first met him. And, and yet, even then, you walked in this spirit that I'm just like, Lord, that is beautiful. And so I just want to thank you. Mm-hmm. 
for walking that out because you do, you walk out the love of God, the peace of God, no matter what you're doing. And, and that's encouraging to us. Yeah. The girls running across the sanctuary, that's encur- that was encouraging to the congregation that didn't even know what was going on, but especially to the staff. Mm-hmm. That I mean, your kids are our kids. We've watched them grow up. And so that was just so powerful to me. Peace. Mm-hmm. Your family has perfect peace. Well, thank you for, for that encouragement. And I mean, honestly, I, I don't want this to be like a, a yay me type no. thing, but I really just want to, I guess, just be vulnerable. Um, there's been times where people have kind of accused me of, you know, not going through stuff. And it's mm. like, that's not true. It's that, not. I've, I mean, yeah, everyone has a different road that they travel on. And we've all mm-hmm. been born with, you know, various gifts and various trials and various things stacked mm-hmm. up against us or not. But I mean, I'm, I am not the way that I am because I haven't been through anything. Right. Um, but the thing is, is just that I, I, I refuse to not have peace. I, I, I feel the absence of peace at times. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, not living that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, it's so good. Anyway, I guess that's just the encouragement I want to bring is that, yep. you know, there will be circumstances mm-hmm. as long as we're here on this fallen earth, yes. you know, there's, there's stuff. We're not, I mean, we are delivered, but deliverance doesn't always mean that we're not going to go through it. Right. It just right. means that we have a hope at the end of it, yes. and we have our Lord and Savior with us every step <laughs> yes. of the way. Yes. So, yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, let me move on to our next verse in Isaiah. It's Isaiah 41.10. And um, this one had a, a bit of a surprising detail for me that oh. I think... I think you guys will like. So um, my version, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Love that. I, I mean, there's so much in Isaiah yes. that I'm just like, if I'm, when I'm highlighting, I'm like highlighting the entire <laughs> thing. The whole this book is of so good. <laughs> <laughs> just, right. But yeah, just all those promises. I yes. love that so much. Yes. Um, but this word, and I feel like we hear this a lot, this word dismayed. Mm-hmm. I stopped and looked at that and I'm like, that's not really a word we use day right? to day. No. What what does that mean? So, I don't know what versions you guys are looking at, or what what would your interpretation of of dismayed mean here? Sad, discouraged, distraught, mm-hmm. anything with a dis. Dis, <laughs> dis means not. <laughs> that's yeah. that's basically what I was thinking. So I went to um, my blue letter Bible app, mm-hmm. and so the Hebrew <laughs> word for it is. Word. Oh, there it is. Sorry, my, my notes are really, really tiny. Um, in Hebrew, it's the word sha'ah, which means to look. Oh. Oh. So I'm, I'm like, what? Not fear, at all what I was thinking. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not look, for I am your God. I'm like, what? 
What? Look for a miracle. Wait, though. <laughs> that just... Oh, okay, like, wait, oh, wait. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was in the Message Bible. And it kind of... Well, mine is kind of shortened because it, it's the Message, but it still doesn't have as many words as these other ones. But mine says, don't panic. And right. you can almost put in, look... And then it says, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Which, and that that is so good because <laughs> when, right? I mean, when you're looking around at all the chaos is when you get overwhelmed. Yep. So if you're it's not you looking dismayed. at all of that, if your eyes are set on the Lord, that's where your peace comes from. Jamie, you did it again. <laughs> she told us it was going to be a nugget in there. She said it was. So, yeah. So in this specific usage, um, it can be translated to mean to gaze about in anxiety or look away for help. Oh. Snap. I know. Okay. Right? So that changes everything everything about that. And so let's, can we read it again with yes, that in mind? Yes, please do. Yes. Fear not, for I am with you. Don't look away for help, for I am your God. Oh. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Gosh, it's just a so mind good. blowing every time you bring something. Oh I my gosh, know, you guys right? need your word studies. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like a lot of times I look up stuff and it, it it's pretty predictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I this one I honestly thought I <laughs> right. clicked on the wrong word. I'm like <gasps> Right, because what? I'm like, huh? But yeah. Golly. Yes. So, so good. So, so good. that made Gosh. me think, um, and I actually already had this this scripture ready to go, but it completely changes the meaning of it to me. Um, Very much so. So I was thinking about um, when Jesus was, um, when he calmed the storm and he says, peace be still. (gasps) Can we read about that guys? (laughs) So it's Mark 30. I'm going to read Mark 35 or sorry, Mark 4, 35 (laughs) through 40. I'm not even sure there's 35 chapters. No, there isn't. There's like 15. There's no, there's not. Mark 35, Oh my gosh, I did it again. <laughs> 435 through 40. Yeah. Let me get a sip of water. <laughs> Mark 4. Mark 4. Okay. So it says, um, so I'm kind of picking up in the middle of a story here, but. Oh, um, parable of the mustard seed. No. No. Jesus stills the sea. There you go. Oh, I, I needed to scroll more. Maybe I should put my glasses back on. You're like, wow, we are. Really going places with this one. (laughs) And you did say. Okay, go ahead. Well, I did say it wrong many times. No, no, you did say about the sea. Go ahead. Okay. So on the same day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. So they get in the boat, right? Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And I, I think a lot of times we hear the sermons about why they should have had the faith to calm the storm like he did. Right. Right. right? But I think 
I, I'm kind of looking back at the Isaiah 41, 10 with this is that they didn't have the faith that he would take care of them. Right. Yeah. And he's like, why are you yeah. letting this bother you so much? Right. Because he was asleep. He wasn't bothered. Right. Sorry, I jumped up out of my chair. I, well, <laughs> so, because I think that that's interesting because, so, and we, we know these things, but I think that it takes this, this discussion to revisit them and see them with a new eye. But I mean, Jesus was with them. So yeah. if they perish, Jesus will perish, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is with me in those storms. Why would he let me go down? Because he's going down. That's right. not... Mm-hmm. That, that's that's just not going to happen. And so mm-hmm. I think that you have to reevaluate. Is Jesus in me? Like, do I have, do I have that infilling so that he, I don't, I don't know. I think well, it just changes perspective. Reacting to like, let's mirror the way that Jesus is acting mm-hmm. here. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's right. not mm-hmm. pacing or mm-hmm. however you could, I don't know, panic on a, these fishing boats. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, he's, he's literally at rest. Yeah. Yeah. And so if Jesus isn't freaking out, I should probably be doing what Jesus, like right. they should all go to sleep, you know? Right. <laughs> right. 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 Not you, Hannah. You stay awake. <laughs> Someone's got to drive this boat. <laughs> So, so my friend, my dear friend, Christina, um, who lives in Arizona, um, years ago, uh, before, well, before she moved and then shortly after she moved, um, we would get together and sit at Denny's when she would come to visit and we would just talk for hours and hours and they, the staff there was amazing. They were always very sweet, but we talked about this scripture a lot because, Um, Her and I were both going through a lot of things in our lives at that time. And and we both came, we were having this discussion about how we should be dealing with certain situations. And did we not believe that the Lord was enough to take care of us? Mm -hmm. And and she said, you know, she was... There was a lot of personal things happening. And she said, at this time, I feel vulnerable. And she said, but why should I feel vulnerable when I know that the Lord's in the boat with me? And so we've always had this. We've always had this. When it gets bad, one of us will text the other one, just stay in the boat. He's with you. And be calm. Because everything around you will calm as well. And sometimes we forget that he is in the boat with us. He is right there. Why, just like you said, Jamie, why are we not doing what he's doing? Do we not trust him? Do we forget he's there with us? Do we null and void the fact that he's there with us? I mean, what are we thinking? But, but we should be doing what he's doing. And just rest and let him take care of that. And I think when we do this, um, the peace, you know, and there's that other scripture, peace. I mean, w- there's a peace that only he knows, the only, that he, only he can give yeah. that passes all understanding. And, but we don't, I don't think that we know how to live in that. And I think it's because of this. 
that we forget he's in the boat with us. Well, I actually didn't write this in my notes and I was like, you know, I had thought about it and I was like, well, Holy Spirit, if that's meant to come up, just bring it to my <laughs> remembrance. And yeah, it just did. So um, I, I think we can tolerate, uh, and I think I kind of started out saying this too, I think we can tolerate stuff mm-hmm. because we think, well, this, you know, it's my lot in life. I just have to right. put up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were, when Josh was getting ready to be released from OHSU, um, the doctor came in and was meeting with him. was listening to his lungs and, um, and asking how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and Josh was like, well, I still feel like some tightness there, but I can handle it. Mm. And we're like, buddy, stop! Like, and it almost it it kind of got to the point that it did. He, we thought that he hadn't been dealing with asthma for a long time, but the fact was, he was actually using his inhaler at night um, more frequently than he used to. And we 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 didn't know this until we're in the middle of you know he's being hospitalized. So we thought this came out of nowhere. Where, I mean, it kind of did, but it had been building for a little while, but he didn't say anything to us. And so it was kind of a lesson to all of us is like, stop, you got to be open. You got to let us know when you're not well. But also it made me realize, I don't think he knows what it feels like to be able to breathe normally, Oh, you know? And so let's take that, you know, on a spiritual level, Yeah, are are we used to operating at a, a, a capacity that is not correct mm. right are we used to right do we just put up with stuff because that's just the way that it is instead of asking for help yeah you know and 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 getting what we need to to get us to the level we're supposed to be at right um so gosh that's good. <laughs> yeah right because because if that's all we know then we don't expect any different we don't know that that's not normal. And you don't, yeah, you don't ask right. for anything different. You just, you just put up with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is just how it is. When in reality, the Lord's going, no, this isn't how it is. Gosh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how it was for me. And when I first started high school, I was always, I've always like struggled with the spirit of fear ever since I was a little girl. And going from homeschool in junior high to public high school was huge culture shock for me. And I spent about four months just throwing up every single day before school because I was so anxious. Mm. Um, And it kind of, you know, that fear was like a constant companion for me. So just like what you're talking about, you get used to it. And it's like, it's almost like I don't know how to be okay if I'm not operating in this anxiety in this fear you know what I mean it, mm. so it, that kind of sounds weird but I know kind of what you're talking about like I went through that and then finally at youth group one night I was like this is what I've been dealing with I'm throwing up every single day because I'm so afraid mm. to go to school and talk to people like I was so shy that I didn't want to talk to people and my dad um, and the other youth students prayed for me and that's kind of when that all started to shift and change <clears throat> But you have to tell tell somebody. You have to mm-hmm. be okay with like, I'm not okay right now. Can you guys like help me out? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And I think that's why so many people like they're like, why 
are you such at peace? Like, why do you have so much peace? Because they feel the opposite. And they're like, shouldn't you be showing emotion of something else? Like, I'm going through this horrible thing. And it's like, I can blow up at people or whatever. Like, whatever people go through. But yet, we can be over here like, well, no, we've chosen the other path. Mm -hmm. We've chosen to see Jesus in the boat with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe he's sleeping. But that's okay. He's still there. Like, but they, they get the... They get and look at us like, oh, well, if I'm freaking out, you have to be freaking out then. Right. <laughs> right. Like, no, expect because it's, it's like, well, don't you care? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I'm going it's through like, it. Of so course I care. If yes. I go through it this <laughs> way, you should go through it the same way. It's like, well, no, we no. don't go through stuff mm-hmm. the same way. Right. Well, and I love because I, yeah, I, I, you know, fear or anxiety or the freaking out. Freaking out was a constant companion, right? Because it's a go-to. And then there was, yeah, this season where I was like, it was just rough. And the Lord the Lord instilled something in me that I am still chasing. Because I think once he gives you a nugget once, you're like, yes, I've tasted uh, it. And I know that you're good. And I want more. Mm-hmm. And so there was a time where I had that, that peace that surpassed all understanding. And people were looking at me going, why aren't you spazzed out? Why aren't you mad about this? Why aren't you? And I was like, I don't know. But do you know Jesus? You know, I, mean, that's, that's, I don't, I I don't know why up. I feel this way, but I know that Jesus is good. And I, I think that that's something that once you've tasted it, mm-hmm. you know, taste to know that I'm good. And it's, mm-hmm. it is, it's something so that you chase. And I don't, I don't always have a perfect piece, but I've felt it. And I know that it's real. I know that it's so good. And it's, it's so unreal that you, you know that it's available to you. And so you seek, you try your best and you seek the Lord in that. Yeah. Same for me. Like, um, I don't, I don't feel like I'm always at perfect peace either. And I kind of shared about this last weekend, um, during the podcast, but I had kind of a health scare this last summer. And I feel like Satan, first of all, tried to come at me with fear. And then at the, after it was over, I kind of had this guilt, like, God, I did not pass that test. Right. Oh. And sometimes like, it was just like, Second by second, God, I trust you. Like, I'm feeling afraid right now, but I choose to trust you anyway. Like, that's all I have to hang on to. And he brought me through that. And, you know, my prayer even still is just, God, perfect your love in me. Because obviously there's some spaces in my heart that still need your perfect love. To flood them. And so, you know, later I figured out, oh, you know, I was actually talking with Colton and it wasn't really about like the fear of dying for me. It was grief for people I'd lost in the past. And he, you know, Colton and I were talking about that and he actually helped me realize you're still grieving and you didn't even know it. Oh. And I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Like, because I needed those places healed in my heart. Like I was holding them back. and I didn't even know that they were still there. And so... God will use those things to bring healing in areas that you don't even know right. still need to be cleaned out, mm-hmm. like you are talking about last right. week, and cauterized. And yeah. so yep. we can actually live in that full freedom. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so I want to wrap this up by going back to where we started. Um, so the same God that spoke in Isaiah 41, telling his people not to be dismayed was the one who was literally with the disciples on the boat. Yeah. The disciples were afraid that the Lord wouldn't save them. That's why he asked them why they were so afraid they had lost their peace. 
we can trust God in God's word that we don't need to look anywhere else for help because he is our God. He will strengthen us. He will help us. He will hold us up. He is trustworthy. And that's how we can be in perfect peace. Mm-hmm. So I want to um, read Isaiah 26, 3 again. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And yeah, I just want to encourage anyone listening, if if you're recognizing something in yourself that is not peace, if there are waves in your life, in your spirit, <laughs> sorry, Nicole just pointed something out at me. No. <laughs> I missed a letter in word, sorry. Oh. That was not real. <laughs> <laughs> if if there if you're sensing something um, going on in your life or in your spirit that is not peace, and and you need God's peace there, he, you can trust Him. You can trust Him to calm that storm, and you can trust Him to be with you in the storm. You know Jesus or the Lord said in. Um, I think it's in Jeremiah, Isaiah, somewhere. <laughs> Don't have it in my notes that, you know, when you go through the water and mm-hmm. through the fire, he will be there with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this life, we're not immune to hardship. We're all susceptible to it. But we have a hope in our Lord. Yes. And he's promised us that he's going to yes. be there. And so your peace comes with trusting him and keeping your eyes on him. Listening to the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We pray that you have been encouraged and equipped in knowing who you are in Christ. If you are wanting to have a personal relationship with Jesus, pray this with me Dear Jesus, I know that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Please come into my heart to stay and help me to hear your voice and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep in touch between podcasts by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. The links are in the show notes. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear more from us every week about who you are in Christ.